Welcome to Swazo Talk. Here we go, episode one. Uh, thanks for being here. Liz and I went back and forth about what topic we should cover first and what conversation we should have first. And out of all the conversations that we have had, one of the more important ones is a conversation about identity and what that means, what that looks like. Um, so we landed on talking about identity. So the topic of identity can take many different um, shapes and forms and twists and turns on how we can speak about it, have conversations about it. But we really felt led today to speak about and to focus on is how our identity, it continues to change and, and it continues to evolve. Um, the same way that we have that same goal each day to become more like Christ, for more of his character to become who we are and you know how we love and how we respond and how we go about our days. Um, that's something that we are constantly achieving. And as we continue to grow more solid in our identity in him, um, I believe that we continue to evolve as God develops us. So we want to, you know, again, talk about identity and how it continues to evolve and grow in different seasons of our, of our lives. Um, and this comes through in my opinion, and just for some of my experiences and speaking with other people and listening to them, um, it comes through maturity and it comes through life experiences and it comes through, you know, raising kids or it could come through whatever your profession is. It could come through relationships. It could come through ministry. It could come through, you know, even a trip to the supermarket and testing your patience. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Um, so, you know, we want to talk about that because, you know, in Romans 8, it talks about how we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and for those who are called according to his purpose for them. Um, so we want to encourage everyone that it's an okay thing to continue to move forward and strive to be the identity that he has called you to walk in freedom in. Dope. So the question that I would have listening to that is, um, how do I then uh, deal with my identity growing? Because that means changes for me. That means I probably can't stay the same. I can't stay in the same place. I can't do the same things. So how do I handle that part? I think a huge part of that is trust and patience. Hmm. Trust in him. Um, and patience to his story for our lives and what that looks like and understanding that it is a process. And in that process, there will be highs and there will be lows. There will be good and there will be bad. There will be easy and there will be rough. But in whatever season you're in, it's still refining you. It's still, you know, bringing out what he intends to come out in you. Yeah. Listening to that, I think I just initially right now thought about the song Refiner's Fire. And, you know, we went to that conference and we heard Rich Wilkerson Jr. talking <laughs> about, you know, in January of 2020, the yeah. whole earth, the whole earth is singing Maverick City Refiner. I want to be tried by fire. I was singing it too. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be tried by fire and purified. And then two months later, the whole world gets shaken by you know what we know as a pandemic and i think understanding that going through that refining in our identity sometimes it's ugly sometimes it's hard 
Uh, sometimes it's extra, most of the time it's challenging and it challenges us. But I think understanding that it is working in that Romans that you said, all things work together. So it is working in our identity or working out of our identity, things that need to get out and working into our identity, things that need to get in. And that refining process, while it's kind of ugly and hard and difficult, like you said, good and bad, easy and hard, it is doing something that's making us more like Christ. And that's probably the hardest part is that being becoming more like Christ takes hard work. Yeah. When you think about refining and just going through the process, it, you know, it comes in the most unconventional ways. Like who would have thought a pandemic would really show those who truly trust in Christ and would truly at the same time, make others doubt him. And yet at the same time, make others press into him more. So it comes in very unconventional ways, how God continues to develop us and what he will use. But I believe that nothing is by chance. And that every single thing that becomes part of our path, again, is to bring us to the full fruition of who he intended us to be. And that is in his image. Mm. And it takes different people, different things to get there. Mm. So it's really, will you trust him again? And will you be patient to his plan? Despite, will you allow yourself to continue to grow in him? Even if, will you continue to just, be obedient and to speak and share of his goodness when it doesn't feel good. And that's the, that's part of, again, continuing to grow in our identity in him to strive to be more like him, to be able to run that race in a way that at the end is good and pleasing to him. Totally, because even listening to you say that, I'm realizing all those things that we go through in life that challenge us, that push us, that are making us who God wants us to be. And you look at the Bible and it says that it's not, it's God's desire, or it's not God's desire that no one be lost, no one be condemned. And he, he's using us, children of God, to go on and to change the world and to tell folks about his love. And if our identity um stays the same or if our identity isn't challenged or the way we think isn't challenged so that we move closer to him um people people miss out people lose out um because we aren't growing in the way god wants us to grow and i think our identity changes when we allow growth to happen absolutely and sometimes gr growth 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 hurts um and if we don't allow that growth to happen then we're not going to be able to fully do what god wants us to do um, in our, in our identity growing, we're growing closer to him. Um, we're seeing with his eyes, we're hearing with hear, his ears and we're doing and saying and living the way he wants us to live. Amen. Amen. So in Galatians six, nine, it talks about like not getting tired of doing what is good, of doing what is right. Um, because at just the right time, we will reap a harvest, it says of blessing if we don't give up. So when you think about this in your life and God continuing to refine your identity in him, how does that look like for you in an everyday walk? 
Yeah, um, that actually is probably one of my favorite verses. And I think we were, we were at a retreat one time and uh, someone was speaking. And actually, I, I remember this day like it was yesterday. It was Rashonda, uh, Dr. Rashonda Hardy. Mm. Um, that, that Galatians 6, 9, I believe the translation she used, it says, um, if you don't give up, you will reap a harvest of blessing if you faint not. Mm. And understanding that um, the things that happen in our lives are just part of a process. And the issue is, is we don't have the benefit of being out of time to realize what happens at the end. All we have is the middle. And we don't understand that God is writing our story. Um, another song that says, another Maverick City song says, God of my present. God of my future, sure. you write my story, you hold it all together. And we don't understand how um, our identity is being shaped. And for me in particular, it gets hard when things get hard. Um, we tend to, I tend to have tunnel vision and just worry about what's happening right now and not knowing that it's really working something out in me. Um, I'm reminded right now of a story. Um, one time, can I tell that story? I think so. Awesome. Yeah, just trust me. It's, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Um, I never I, know where you're going with these I stories. Know, so know, Don't worry. It's going to be all good. Let me take a deep breath. Good. So there was one time we had a long day at church, a very long day at church. And then um, one of the problems we have after church, like everyone else is, what are we going to eat? Because that requires cooking. That requires, I don't cook. Um, um so all of all of that probably falls onto Liz if I'm not if I'm not helping by like cutting stuff up or whatever and boiling the water. It's a huge help. Yeah, I can boil some water by the way. Um, so we we ended up saying okay, let's go to Cross County. It's a mall uh, to get some food, and we said okay, let's gonna get some Chinese food from the mall. Went to the Chinese spot, and the the line was ridiculous. The line was ridiculous, and so we said we're not gonna wait there. Then I think we were opted for Burger King, and that had closed down. And then we opted for Chipotle and that was closed down. And then we ended up going to TGI Fridays. Um, and this is after probably about 40 minutes of trying to find somewhere to eat. And then we go to TGI Friday and that was another like 30 minute wait to get seated and get food. And then as we're eating, um, uh, I guess a couple was like, I think a couple or old lady behind us, they leaned over to us and gave us the ticket for that yeah for the for like a buy one get one off or something like that yes. meal and then we kind of you know praise god we got a free meal out of it and then it wasn't until we got home that i realized if bird king wasn't closed down if the chinese line wasn't too long mm-hmm. if chipotle didn't have that problem we wouldn't be at the place where someone was able to bless us or, or god put us in a place for god to use someone else to bless us um to get what God has for us. And mm. I think similar to our lives, when, we, when, when we're in the Chinese line of life and it looks dim and grim, we think that, that that's the end of the story, not understanding it, it's God writing the story. And each day isn't the full book, it's just a page of the book. And we go through life thinking that it's the whole book and it's God that's writing the story. Yeah, so what I want you know people to take away from this is that, you know, how we continue to grow in our identity and really just embrace the seasons that continue to develop our identity in him as we grow um, is that inconvenience somehow impacts our patience. Um, 
and being patient in him and being patient with his timing for things. And, you know, going back to this Galatians thing, I love that it says, so let's not get tired of doing what is good, which tells me that we are going to go through seasons where he's expecting us to get tired in our our own strength. But in our own strength, we realize that our strength truly comes from him and in him we are made stronger. And again, it's just that constant process of everyday life um, continuing to draw us closer to him. And then when we draw closer to him, we become more like him. We understand him more and we begin to emulate more of who he is and more of his love and more of his ways. And in that we grow in our identity and our confidence in him. So, you know, I want to encourage everyone not to despise whatever season you're in because God wastes nothing. And he will use whatever season you're in, whatever circumstance, whatever long line you're waiting in to continue to refine your identity in him. Absolutely. Um, And even in the fact of the way Paul writes that, Paul is saying this is what we need to do each and every day, to not get tired each and every day, to understand that it is a a path, a long road to becoming who God wants us to become. Mm -hmm. And it's worth that travel. It's worth that trip. It's worth doing those things. Because like you said, we are becoming more and more like Christ. And the more like Christ we become, the more we're able to share his love with others. The more we're able to uh, be the light that God has called us to be. And also remembering that when we think about identity, a lot of people sometimes default to my identity as this for profession or my identity Mm. as a wife, or my identity as a parent, my identity as you fill in your blank, whichever like pertains to you. But the most important thing and the first thing that we need to dwell on is my identity as a child of God. And in that, everything else falls into place. So I think sometimes we think the big and we think the grand and we need to go back to those humble beginnings of where it really all starts. And that is that we received his love, that we received his gift of everlasting life through salvation, um, having him be not only our savior, but Lord over our life. Um, And in that coming, you know, when you come back to those humble beginnings, if you constantly remind yourself that, the most important thing about my identity is remembering that I am a child of God. And in being a child of God, my everyday goal is to love people like Christ did. And my everyday submission is for the Holy Spirit to lead in me, through me, in everything that I do. So sometimes, again, we, I don't want to say complicate things, but it's almost like we jump five steps ahead Mm -hmm. to the bigger and the grander of what looks greater to the world and in that we leave out the humble beginnings of what should be our baseline of every day and in each day as you embark in it and you grow in it and you allow whatever comes in that day to continue to shape you and mold you into a closer version of him is how am I honoring him as a child of God today how did again did I share his goodness today as a child of God and your identity in that and in that, I, I know there's a peace that comes that you can feel like you got maybe everything else wrong in that day. Or you may second guess a lot of stuff because that's just what we do. That's what the world affords us to do. 
But when you come back to that humble beginning that I am a child of God and he chose me and he loves me, then you embrace any season that you're going through because you know, like the scripture tells us, that if we just don't give up mm. in the right time, we will reap. Yeah, I want to ask you a question about something you said, but just when you said that in the right time, even in Ecclesiastes chapter three, I believe it is, or five, where it says that God makes everything beautiful in his own time. Mm. And it talks about all those different times and for different occurrences in life. So you're right, in his own time and in God's timing, when he's working through you, you will reap the harvest of blessing. But I want to ask you when it comes to um, this topic, because I know you love this topic, you, you mentioned following the Holy Spirit. What does that even mean? What does that, what does that even look like in an everyday kind of um, uh, climate? Wow. So the Holy Spirit, this is a whole nother conversation for us to have in the future. And we could probably like yeah, throw it yeah. into maybe a whole season. <laughs> of different conversations and everything, but the Holy Spirit is my best friend. He's my, my guidance. He's who Jesus left here. He said he had to go and leave behind. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's the Holy Spirit that, you know, for me continues to remind me to surrender to God's plan for my life and not to grow weary of doing what is right and what is good even when I don't feel like it, even when I look at other people and say, well, they don't deserve for me to do what's right and what's good right now. But he reminds me in a gentle but yet forceful way that you're a child of God and that this is what comes with it to respond to that knowledge. And it's really a knowledge that we have that we hold deep in our hearts that Christ died for us. And that's something that we should never take for granted. So my dependence upon the Holy Spirit in shaping my, my identity and reminding me in moments of who he says I am mm -hmm. and not what I feel I am in those moments is what sustains me. It's what allows me to move forward is what allows me to wipe the tears away in my broken moments and say, nah, there's still some more strength that he has in and through me. And I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep moving. And I'm going to continue to strive to be as Christ-like as, Christ as I should be, as he's calling me to be, as I was made to be, despite what's going on around me. And the Holy Spirit is who guides me, who leads me to be able to do so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny when the, not funny, the, um, the job of the Holy Spirit is to remind us, is to guide us into all truth. And guiding us into all truth normally, for me at least, um, corresponds to my behavior. And my behavior is a direct reflection of who I am. And if my identity is a child of God, then the Holy Spirit needs to bring me back to remind me of all truth of how to live as a child of God. And that comes down to every decision that I make, um, whether to, like you said, display the emotion I want to display or to display the emotion that the Holy Spirit is leading me to do to bring about what God wants in every situation. And I think the challenge with that is there are things that we want in every situation. 
and there are things that God wants to accomplish. And a lot for me, at least, a lot of times those things don't don't line up. But that's one of the many beauties of the Holy Spirit, oh, totally, because totally. the Holy Spirit brings that conviction of right mm-hmm. and wrong, um, and the Holy Spirit reminds us of that we're dying to ourselves each day and to our flesh and our own desires and wanting to really pick up and walk in God's desires for our lives. So it's the beauty of what he does because when we first discover that we're children of God and we begin walking with God, we don't really know what that means and what that looks like. It's a process, a lifelong process. We'll never completely fulfill it. We may get a decent idea of what it's supposed to be like, but it's a a constant effort that we'll be doing until the day we're face to face with him. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, and even hearing you say that about when we first get saved and when we first uh, come to Christ, um, even Jesus says in John sixteen thirty three, it says, you know, in this life you will have trials. Mm-hmm. So especially when we, when a lot of folks come to Christ, they think that it's going to be, um, everything is going to be great and everything is going to be happy and everything is going to be lovely and everything's going to be beautiful. But there will be times when your um, motives are called into question mm. and when, when you're put in situations that aren't favorable to you. But we need to understand that that is the process that God is putting us through to make us more like him. Mm. And with the power and the leading and the guiding of the Holy Spirit, uh, those things, we, we come through those things um, at a place where we're more like him, um, to, to live like him, to love like him uh, and be more like him. Absolutely. And again, that reminds me of how you opened up earlier, like at the beginning, talking about the song Refiner Um, and in through song, how the Holy Spirit, too, can use, you know, different worship songs to really speak to us and to encourage us in who we are in him. Right. Um, So my question to you, as we get ready to close this out, as with music, um, what is either a song or, you know, what does it mean to you as far as allowing the Holy Spirit to be able to minister to you in times where you question if you're really living up to your full potential in God and your identity in him in certain seasons that you walk out with him? Yeah. For me, the song that comes to mind right now, and I had, a, I had like two or three when you started asking, but one when it comes to my identity and making sure that I'm living my life to make Jesus famous, to make sure that he is known through my life. And it's a song I think is called I will look up by elevation worship. And in the chorus, it says, I will look up because there is none above you. I will bow down to show you that I love you. Jesus, Lord of all. And then it goes, I will look back and see that you are faithful. Mm. I look ahead, believing you are able and for me, that song kind of puts me in a position to know that there are going to be there are things behind me, but there are things in front of me that are going to challenge me and push me. Uh, again, like you said in Romans eight, to make uh, all things work out for the good in me, uh, so that I can become more like Jesus, and I can love like Him, I can lead like Him, I can serve like Him, so more more people can know about Him, um, and not just sharing the love of Jesus Christ but being able to share the message of the cross with people um, so that they know um, who he is. So I think the next line of that song is Jesus, Lord of all. Absolutely. And I won't sing it because I want to spare you guys. Um, 
<laughs> hurting your ears. Um, but I do know the words. Like, I believe the next line is Jesus, Lord of all. Yeah. And it's just to remind you again that he is Lord of all and he is Lord over every season that you're going through. So again, shaping our identity and continue to evolve and embracing who God is you know, continuously molding us to be is going to come through various seasons. So embrace them and it's going to come through life experiences. So don't shy away from them. And it's going to come into in seasons where you feel like you're very useful or you feel like you're not useful or you feel like, well, God, what does this have to do with you? Or what it, you know, what doesn't it have to do with you? Um, it's going to come in season when raising, raising kids. And again, at your job and while you're doing ministry, it's going to come in good times and bad times. But again, if you just continue to embrace each season um, the way that he intends you to live them um, and allow the Holy Spirit to truly just lead you each day, we will continue to evolve into his image. And again, that is a lifelong process. It's not something that we will achieve in totality here on earth but we have a great goal in front of us each day to, to be to strive to be more like him. Amen. Uh, and like you said, each day and understanding that it's a battle, not a battle, but it's it's a it's a it's a hike each day. Uh, like you said, it's moving each day and moving each day to move closer and closer to him. Um, so we thank you for being uh, here with us on episode one of Swazzle Talk. We look forward to being with you in episode two. And until then, keep the conversation going.